This is Jeremy Hemsley of the Sheffield Sharks. This is Lloyd Gardner, head coach of the Manchester Giants. This is Lavelle Cook of the Surrey Scorchers. This is Matthew Brian Eminen of the Cheshire Phoenix. This is Vince McCauley of the London Lions. And you are now tuned into. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned into the BBL show. The BBL show. The BBL show. Welcome to episode eight of the BBL Summer Road Trip. I am Jay Marriott. He is Drew Lasker. Let's start by checking in on you, Mr. Lasker. How was your event? It was absolutely amazing, man. Thanks for asking. Really humbling. Just to put some perspective behind it, 10 days prior, we had a meeting with the Houston Rockets who were interested in supporting it. Patrick Beverly had a camp the same week, and so they wanted us to move it. So Yvonne and I made the bold decision to say thanks, but no thanks for a couple of different reasons. So 10 days prior, we started with zero Fast forward, we oversold the event, which became a little bit stressful, but it was awesome, man. I mean, we were able to, there were so many people who donated tickets, who we were able to donate to the boys and girls clubs out of Brookshire, Texas, and also uh, another charity out here in Third Ward, Houston, that we were able to give tickets to as well. So amazing i unfortunately didn't get an opportunity to watch the movie because i was just scrambling around trying to make sure everything was right but it was awesome man it was it was a great great evening okay so without giving anything away then what was everybody's consensus was lebron james the new space jam or is it always going to be mj great question i don't know i mean the the couple of times that i checked in I heard laughs and the vibe just felt like everyone was enjoying. And so I, I think it. I, I, I'm assuming it's a thumbs up. So um, I got to get back into the cinema. Maybe you and I, when I get back to the UK, we can record live from a cinema out there and watch it together. Watch, watch a little bit of Space Jam. That's a deal, man. But just, yeah, quickly quickly from me, man, like I've, I've said it online as well, but just so proud of like what you're doing. And I think people don't understand out there just how community-driven you are as well, you know? So it isn't just about you creating your own business. You are trying to give back to your community. So like wherever you have been, and even people in Plymouth will, will say the same thing, like wherever you've been, you have just completely embraced that. And I think that if more pro players and especially players coming towards the end of their career started doing that, like the knock-on effect would be incredible. So uh, yeah, keep doing your thing, mate. That's Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I've always, my mindset has been to try to provide what I was never given. Um, I never had a trainer. I never had a coach. I never had a mentor. And so my goal in life is to try to provide that for other people. But moving on, I want to firstly thank Kona Roastery out here in Katy, Texas, as you can see behind me. Um, we're nice, recording. Man. Yeah, man. Um, they, they've been so kind to allow us to record this show here this morning. And speaking of community, uh, obviously, you and I don't get an opportunity to chat uh, frequently like we do during the year. But I've seen across the socials over there, at Gloucester, every week I look up, you guys are making moves, man. So now you guys have entered Division One. Is that correct? No, 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 no. Division three. Yeah. So division like, three. Um, yeah. So I guess there's been some mix up, I think, with guys that think that we tried to get in the BBO this year and like we got knocked back and now we're kind of in our lane. But that's not the case at all. Like we have entered an MBO three team a long time ago. We're fortunate enough for Russ and the riders to be helping us. And if you look at their model, there's a couple of teams in the league, but their model is is fantastic. And with the links with the university, 
we, we've got some good young players coming through. So, yeah, that's what we're hoping to do is give them a real opportunity and give them a go. And we've got a really good coach in there that's been been working under 18. So this is a step up for him, but he's excited. So, yeah, a lot, a lot going on, mate, a lot going on. But, yeah, it's, it, it's so interesting how people either like overly read or misread things. Like we have a plan, you know, that us and the BBO had a dialogue about this season. There was a sensible decision made that some think that was just motivated by the league. Not at all. We're trying to be here the next 15 years. You know, I want to be coming on this show and be able to talk about the the club from time to time. But uh, And I can confirm that, by the way, I saw you having a little back and forth chat with someone regarding it. Yes, from the very beginning, you guys have you have always stated that 2022 was the focus for the BBL franchise. So just to clear that up out there for those that think that you guys got denied. If you listen to if you listen to the show regularly or you read articles, you'll catch up on it. But there's a lot of social creepers, so they just need to be careful. Like read, read it, read around. But I, I said to somebody the other day, I said, I said I'm thinking about doing a blog, you know, because it'd be kind of cool. I think it's cool for everybody just to see it anyway. Like what, what's the process of building a club? Is kind of interesting, you know, because I'm learning stuff every day. Like I don't know everything, and you know, we're not trying to pretend like we do, but we can pick up the phone and speak to some great people. You know, like you, you know how great Paul is at Newcastle. You know, he, he's just unbelievable, and like. The fact that he's even taken my call is humbling. You know, that guy is, he's busier than both of us put together, you know? So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's lots of teams in the league like that that, um, that that are there to help us and support us. So we are good. But anyway, let's get into, we, we got a special treat for the listeners today. We catch up with Coach Ben Thomas of the Cheshire Phoenix. Not only are we going to talk about an already impressive looking roster, but we are going to do a live player announcement right here on the show. So let's start the show as we always do. Carmen International, Super Spy. The Marriott Minute. Okay, intrigued me. This is always a bit specifically for Drew. Catch the league signings. Okay, former Wolves, Jordan Williams is now a lion. A London Lion, to be precise, as the big man joins the talented capital outfit. Zach Jackson returns to the Leicester Riders, leaving halfway through this season due to injury. Coach Rob saw enough to want him back for another title push. Corey Johnson. This is a big shock for everybody. The former rider, sharp shooter, is taking his talents to none other than Drew. The rivals, Newcastle Eagles. Looking forward to that one. And Bristol Flyers have signed American rookie big man, Zach Simmons. Engage me. Five or six and the Leicester Riders have teased their kit release. It's about that time of the year. So I can't wait to see what everyone has brought to the table. Last season, I feel like we definitely reached new heights. There was a lot of competition around those jerseys. So let's see them teams get them out there for us. We can't wait. And then amuse me. If you aren't watching Ryan Richards, so former guest on the show's TikToks, you should be. Check out his imaginary conversation with a point guard after he hits a three-point shot and the battle between the two as to what happens next. He's always amusing. Just be ready for a little bit of language, guys. We, we do like to be a family show here, but Ryan does drop the occasional blasphemy, so just be careful on that one. And that's this week's Marriott Minute. 
I'm always watching. Great minute, my man. And how exciting is this upcoming season going to be, man? It's getting closer. Congratulations to Jordan Williams. Gets to try his talents on the shores of Europe, which is exciting. Also, one thing that you missed that I might have the cutoff might not have been there, but I just saw the London Lions women's team will be competing in Europe as well. So great things happening in the BBL, not only the BBL, but the WBBL as well. Absolutely. I, I should definitely be flying the flag for WBBL here, guys. We're, we're, we're ready to. I got your back on that. <laughs> but anyhow, we transition into the Lasker. Look back. In this episode of the Lasker Look Back, we take the short trip from Plymouth to Cheshire. New fans have a slightly skewed perception of the Phoenix as they now play their home games in the posh Cheshire Oaks Arena. Old school fans and players like myself still mistakenly call it Chester, swapping out the H with the T. You automatically begin to think of names like former MVP Trey Moore, John McCord, Kevin Gregory, James Hamilton, New Zealand head coach Pero Cameron, and former NBA player Julius Hodge. These amazing players all had grit and toughness about them. How could you not play in Northgate Arena with hard floors and yellow lights? Ironically, that's where my BBL career began. But this isn't a time to reflect on the past. It's a time to celebrate the future. I have a saying, it doesn't matter how you got here, you're here. And Coach Ben Thomas, you have arrived, shaping up one of the most exciting, talented rosters since he's been the man in charge. He's proven he can recruit, coach, and win. Let's not forget the unbelievable run to the cup finals in 2018. Looking to win his second trophy in the British Basketball League this upcoming season? Let's bring him in the room as he has news to share here live on the BBL show. And that is your Lasker Look Back. And great job. Let's get Coach Ben Thomas in the room, coach of the Cheshire Phoenix, and here to announce a live signing exclusively to us here. Welcome, Coach. How are we? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well. Enjoy enjoying the heat. What about you, Drew? I'm good, man. Let, let's put an end to that now. I started to tweet this. I'm tired of looking at my feed and seeing the, the Brits, you guys, talking about heat, man. 25 degrees isn't heat. It's too hot. In my garden, right, I've got a thermometer and it's 33 degrees in the sun right now. Hey, oh, dude. cry me a river, mate. It's oh, six it's o'clock in the hot. morning here and it's, it's 35. Too <laughs> it's too hot. We're not, we're not made for this heat. This is exciting time for us, mate. You got to let us enjoy this. You know, like you were just bitter because by the time you come back, this is the bit you would have missed, you know? So <laughs> yeah, just... enjoy it. That's my point. Enjoy it. Stop complaining about it. Because no, it'll, no, be win- it'll, be, it'll be winter next week. The, 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 the truth of the matter is, mate, that, that this may not be what the listeners want to hear, but in this heat, I am sweating intimately. You know, it's not a good feeling, but, but still, we're, 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 we're happy to see this weather. We're happy. <laughs> so, Coach, welcome into the show. Um, your team is, is stacked with talent. And the impressive thing is, is that you've been able to lock these sign-ins in early. 
I've been saying here on the show that either you guys have hit the lottery or you guys have, have taken out a Wonga loan. Just for our listeners out there, what's been the selling point to your organization this offseason? Yeah, no one's won the lottery and, and there's no loans been taken out as well. Um, honestly, like the club's been really sensible over this past year um, with COVID and things like that. I, th- I feel like a lot of teams went, you know, just recruited the same way at the start of last season as they would any other season. Whereas us, you know, without obviously giving too much away, like we started this season £24,000 down in terms of our overall budget as we would normally over the last two or three seasons that I've been involved. So, you know, we were really cautious. We didn't know if the league was going to go on. We didn't know, you know, how many games were going to be played, if there was going to be fans, if there wasn't going to be fans, if there was going to be government help. So the club sort of, you know, really done a good job of making sure that we were secure for last year, which has helped us obviously then go into this year, um, you know, with a little bit more confidence that either fans are going to be back and that's what we're all hoping for more than anything, or... If we're in the same situation, then we believe that there should be more help as well if if we are in another lockdown, God forbid. But um, you know, so so no no loans, no no lottery wins, just being sensible and looking after the money and the club, the management, the directors have, have all done a, a really, really good job. And you know, it's you know, it's credit to them that, that we're in this position now. Um, moving on to your other question, obviously about the players, you know, wanting to try and get them here in time. And you know, there's a couple of guys that message me. You know, Mike Ochorobia, um, end of when Plymouth finished. You know, he messaged me. He was like, Ben, look, I'd really like to come back and run it back with you guys. I had a good time there. You know, he liked my coaching sort of philosophy and the way, you know, I, you know, I try and push the guys as much as I can. Obviously, everyone will be asking about the Teddy situation. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be pretty open about what happened there. So, originally, it was Ben Mockford that set that whole thing up. Um, ben, obviously, had been here the year before. And, you know, by his own words, like he will tell you that he played his best basketball for many years whilst he was here with the Phoenix. Mm. Again, he liked the way we played. He liked the sort of systems that we ran, gave him a little bit of freedom. And he wanted to do that again with Teddy going into next September's Eurobasket. So Ben is the person that we sort of have to credit us getting Teddy here because um, he sort of opened that door and that line of communication between us to sort of say, look, we want us two to be back. Now, unfortunately, Ben hasn't been able to, to, to sign um, just because, you know, he's got some other things going on. You know, he's over in the States getting getting married to his fiance and things like that. So um, th- there's, there's a few things which have meant that he, he can't be here this season, but you know, there's a lot of credit to Ben and, you know, it just shows that, that people are seeing the way we're, we, you know, the way we're handling ourselves as a club on and off the floor, that mm-hmm. players do want to come back and players are talking to each other and saying, you know, Cheshire are doing the right thing there and, um, you know, I'm, I'm coaching the way that gives players a little bit of freedom. So, you know, it's credit to the club that we're able to have situations like that. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, look, on the outside, it looks like, there's going to be a, a big style change from what we're used to in, in Coach Thomas' team, you know? So we've, we've always seen you synonymously have a, a scoring point guard, but with Teddy at the helm, you know, it, it, is this just going to be like a little tweak into to how you play or, or are you expecting to see a bit of an evolution in, in style? Honestly, it's a really tough one because I probably feel like this team goes back to like the 2017-2018 team when we won the Cup. 
And mm. um, when we had Sandoval as the guard, you know, he wasn't really a scoring guard, but he had games where he could really light it up and, you know, he, he helped us win at times. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've got a great scoring guard in name on right, uh, you know, as oh, a yeah. two, who's going to be able to fill it up night in, night out. Um, and, you know, a couple of the other guys w- will really be able to do that as well. But after sitting down with Teddy, you know, he has got this reputation of like a facilitator as a pass first guard, as somebody who's going to run the team. He honestly believes that he can do more. And that sort of thing that we had with Ben, where we gave Ben a little bit more freedom to um, play a style of basketball that suited him and then had all that confidence going into the, the qualifiers and, and, and things like Teddy sees that. And, you know, as long as Teddy puts in the work and he's ready to work hard and, and you know, play team basketball, we're going to give him a little bit more freedom as well. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we seen Teddy being a little bit, well, I'll be surprised if he isn't productive. We, we're expecting him to be a lot more productive than he has been over, you know, this season, especially in the BBL, but over his career as well. I know me personally, I, I really look forward to that because throughout the entire season, Jay and I have came on here and we said that Teddy O has to be more aggressive just because the style of play in the BBL, you look at the landscape of the point guards. I mean, your point guard last year, Ross, could fill it up. You know, Gino Crandell, he can turn it on and off. Fletch obviously led the league in scoring. So to be successful, you have to have that element of being a score or knowing when to turn it on. And I just think for Teddy, at times he wasn't aggressive enough. And we even talked to him about it here on the show. Um, so I think, you know, moving to a system, obviously, that has a little bit more freedom would be would be refreshing to see how he does there. And then also for his game, his style of play, I think it's important that he has a stretch four to play with. And that's what he lacked at Bristol because he likes to come off that ball screen, drag him out, and he likes to hit that guy. Bristol just didn't have the personnel to take advantage of his skill set. So definitely looking forward to seeing his play in year two in the BBL. Yeah, I'm just going back to like what you said there about Caron. Like his last season, obviously like the COVID year when everything got put on hold, he was playing in Albania and that was the first season in his career, college or professionally, where he had to be a scorer in Albania. Obviously the level wasn't as great, but he was also known as a facilitator. He, you know, he's up there with the all-time leaders in assists in the Patriot League where he went to college and stuff like that. We gave him that little bit more freedom, same as Parker Jackson Cartwright and look what he's gone on to do. You know, he's just signed in the BBL in Germany. He was never a scorer, but the system that we play where it's very, you know, and, and this league leads to it as well. You know, it's very guard heavy. We give the ball is in the guard's hands a lot at the start of the offense and at the end of the offense. And that's going to be the same next year for, for Teddy, Jules and Neymar to, you know, to really assert themselves within the offense. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it as well. Uh, awesome. Just just a quick one while, while, whilst it's fresh in my mind as well. Jalen Hayes, like I know you were, you know, particularly close to Jalen. Like how tough was that to see him kind of not returning, you know, because as, mu- as much as you can, you, you, you want to garner as much consistency as you can. And, and, and that guy just, you know, really echoed that. I know he had a tough start to the season, but that's because he was holding it down for injuries and everything else. And then sort of when he was able to settle into his position, he was fantastic for you. So it, it, are you sad to see him go? Yeah, very. I mean, you know, as a coach, like, you you know, you have a, a player-coach relationship with a lot of guys. You know, he was more than just a player at the end of, you know, his third year here. You know, he, you know, he went through some really tough times, like off the court that not many people know of over, over the time he was here. Um, this year, obviously, you just said then, like, he, you know, he was struggling towards the start of the season. 
the guy had COVID, like he, you know, he, he suffered from COVID when the cup was on. So our cup competition was wiped out because mm-hmm. our guys had to isolate and things like that. So yeah, when he got back into the swing of things, like, you know, he, he's as good as any power forward in this league. You know, he suits sort of the, um, the typical guy that, that plays that position, the BBL athletic long, can do a little bit of everything. So yeah, sad to see him go. Happy to see him, you know, carry on in his career. Uh, obviously signing in Switzerland, um, a good opportunity for him to sort of, you know, test himself somewhere else. And, you know, I, I spoke to him as soon as I, I knew he signed. I, I messaged him saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to be watching on. Hopefully you're going to have a great season. So, yeah, sad to see him go. I know that that's going to echo everything that the, the, the Cheshire Phoenix sort of fan base and um, management and everyone's going to say as well. But, you know, um, yeah, happy to see him continue his career. Yeah, no, that's great. And then, look, we, we know you're famous for bringing it, it for being able to hide a good seven-footer in your pocket. Will, will that be the case this season? Obviously, you know, I, I think you definitely changed the landscape of the BBL when we saw Getty's coming onto these shores. And then, obviously, Jimbo last year, you know, he made a really good impression. Do it, it, is this a bit of a speciality for you or just, you know, just having to find them? Um, I mean, look, a big guy is, is you know, important in any team. Um you know, like you say, before CJ, there'd been a lot of years before that where there was no sort of real seven-footers, back-to-the-basket type guys. Um, you know, he'd done a great job for us both years he was here. And then obviously Drew knows how how good he was, you know, when he'd lost even more weight and, you know, became a little bit more athletic at Newcastle. It took his, his game to another level. And Jimbo, again, another great guy, great professional, no problems off the floor. He lacked confidence at times, but he knows that. Um, I feel like if he had that confidence every single game, he'd be unplayable. You guys might remember the first game of the season up in, oh, she- up in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was doing a bit of everything <laughs> and, you know, he can do it. It's just obviously first year rookie and some guys always struggle, you know, first year away from home. And this year has been, you know, very hard. You know, they haven't had a life outside of basketball, these guys. Um, so it's been difficult for him. But, you know, at, at the moment, we aren't bringing him back. But, you know, who knows? There might be a seven foot up, up my sleeve somewhere. <laughs> well, you mentioned at the top of the show about you guys being sensible with budgets, which has led to this upcoming season, being able to have some exciting signings. That hasn't been the case for everyone. We've seen Plymouth and Worcester bow out the league. And with them leaving the league, it obviously broadens the British talent pool because a lot of Brits have to stay now because of Brexit. And then you think about the Brits on both of those rosters. Um, it makes it very competitive for jobs, which LVC Dusha shared here on the last episode. But on the flip side, you got great coaches as far as Matt Newby and Paul James sitting at home. How much pressure do you think a smaller league puts on coaching performance this season or for the future of the British Basketball League? Um, well, yeah, like you say, there's, there's guys there that are going to be knocking at the door if, you know, if, if someone's not performing. You know, I feel like we as a team, you know, have, have done really well in terms of, you know, going back to what you're saying about the British talent. Yeah, we've, we've signed our British guys before Worcester and Plymouth have dropped out. Um, but we feel like our four British guys in Mike, Teddy, Kyle Carey, and Jules, like those four guys are as good as any four guys in terms of, you know, what they can do in each position. So um, we're really happy with that. Um, just just going back about the coaching thing as well. Obviously, we've brought uh, Danny Byrne on board, who was at Manchester, um, you know, to, to support me and give me a little bit more help. Um, you know, so we, we, we know the situation, there's going to be more pressure. There's going to be, 
opportunities maybe in the future for other guys but right here we're just looking after what we can control and that's getting the best team of players and trying to get the best coaching staff to, to lead those players and you know that's all you can do at the end of the day yeah and having uh a, an assistant coach as danny the caliber of danny Byrne is just going to be huge for you guys and, and your support system there but without further ado obviously you came here on the show for for a big special announcement a, a player announcement that is we appreciate you giving us here the bbl show the exclusive so coach we hand it to you who is the next signing for the cheshire phoenix in the 2021-22 season well you mentioned it before obviously teddy needs a stretch four to play with so had a little look around and we've actually went back to bristol and raided them again a guy called levi bradley who was there when they got to the cup final against worcester um, you know, six seven stretch four lefty. You know, averaged thirty six percent from three when he was there. The most effective player on the team in terms of points per minute. Um, he was the most productive player on on the team. His shooting percentages were better than everyone else's. Or you know, across all 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 the uh, ratings. So, yeah, for for us, we we wanted to make sure that we brought in a guy that could really shoot the ball in that position, and we believe that we've done that with with, with Levi, and we're really excited to have him. Um, you know, link up with our other guys. That, that is exciting. Yeah, wow. I, I I really like Levi's game. That's a that's that's a a really really good pickup. I I think the two of you together is is giving a little bit away for poor Coach Thomas. You know, so if anyone's here taking some notes of this uh, of this stretch four evolution, but um, I think he'll fit really nicely with Mike. Look, it, uh, of course, I, I think Teddy steals the show a little bit in terms of in terms of the name, and then. You know, I think Kyle had a fantastic season for you last year. So that there's that continuity. I'm, I'm looking forward to Jules, you know, because like I feel I really felt for him during the season last year at London. You know, it was so inconsistent for him. But during the inconsistency, he was consistent. Like he came in and really performed, even sometimes coming in a fourth quarter, which if anyone's had to experience that, that is horrific. You know, the, 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 the flow of the game, the pace of the game, the importance of the fourth quarter. So those are really good signings. But for me, my favorite signing is Mike. I really, really like Mike. He just, he is, he, he's, he'd probably go underrated on most teams just because he, he does all the things that, all the little things that everybody else ain't going to want to do, right? And he's a walking double-double. So I think he'll fit really nicely with Levi. Offensive that's, boards as well with Mike. Man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you've mentioned some like players there. And, you know, I, I'd like to give a shout out to every one of my guys because, you know, I'm really happy with the guys that came in. You know, mm. talking about Mike, you know, Drew, you've played on the same floor as him. Like the guy sets the biggest screens in the league. Like it's hard to get around. So, you know, when you've got creative guards like Teddy, Jules and Neymar, like we really are looking forward to seeing what he does there. Um, you know, Jules, again, I can't agree more with you. Um, you know, we thought that in the limited time that he had on the floor in London, in spells, like he was very productive. Um, there were some real standout games. I remember Surrey away, like he, he played really well. And I feel like you've got to credit, like, you know, him as a person, um, the way he must have just carried on working and stuck to the task. You know, when we signed him, there was a lot of tweets from London players, you know, Justin and Joe Wickenwin and things like that, saying that, you know, that they're, they're sad to see him go. And, you know, that's, again, credit to him. And, you know, you mentioned before, Kyle, um, you know, a lot of people last season, um, you know, talked a lot about the, the NBA effect. And I know you guys here ha had a lot to say about that. But, you know, a couple of weeks before Matthew came in and, you know, Matthew done a great job for us and helped us win some real, real big games. Um, you know, Kyle also turned our season around last year. The guy is 
a dog. Like he works so hard in training and games. You know exactly what you're going to get in the scrimmage that we had here a couple of weeks ago. You know, he was treating it like it was a BBL final. Like, you know, he was just going up and down, like, you know, you've never seen. And it's great to see that we've got, you know, British guys who are going to be working hard and, you know, really want to take some pride in their performances next year. Yeah. I, I love how the culture of the BBL is changing. Yeah, I've seen on Twitter, you got guys already there working. Um, that's not something that we've seen in the past. I mean, maybe in London, because a lot of those guys live in London, but other smaller clubs, I mean, guys aren't there early. So to see Teddy there working and then you talk about Jules, we didn't mention how much he improved the three point shot. That was the most impressive thing to me. And it wasn't a fluke. Um, you know, he was pretty consistent from there. But uh, you know, your new signing, I think he's going to be perfect for Teddy. And by the way, you didn't tell us before. So, you know, the stretch forward thing. So yeah, it's going to if you if you watch it back, I was smiling when you said the stretch forward <laughs> because I knew it was coming. Yeah. So, I mean, we just felt that. I mean, obviously, the way Teddy played, he he's one of those point guards that can create. He can manipulate the ball screen. He just didn't have anybody to give it to. So this is going to be exciting for you guys. You guys got a little bit of everything. My question for you, which it seems as of today, we haven't heard a lot of the other teams, but obviously you guys are up there as far as talent and excitement. I mean, what are the goals for the Cheshire Phoenix going into this season? Just keep improving as much as we can. Obviously, you know, my first year, full full year here, we, we won the BBL Cup, which was you know a great accomplishment for myself, the team and everyone involved. Obviously, the, the, the year's... After that, we've always made playoffs. Um, this year, obviously, we're a little bit disappointed where we finished. We finished, obviously, seventh because we we tied with Worcester, but they got the head-to-head on us. Um, the season where it finished, we, we were in fifth when we had Parker Jackson Carr right here when the season ended. So I feel like we really want to start pushing into that top four. Um, you know, with, with Plymouth and Worcester going now, that they were two teams over the last two years that have been really competitive. And both teams in the last two years have finished in the top four, you know, Worcester the year before and then um, Plymouth this year so we you know that's what we're targeting yeah we've, we've got the talent to do it like you said Drew you know you don't normally see teams bringing guys in early the, the guys aren't here now until September they were just here for a week you know we really wanted to give them an opportunity to get to know each other as teammates because they've probably played against each other a lot they've probably played at scrimmages you know in, in London at Surrey and, and stuff like that but wherever they've spent some real quality time together um you know, that wasn't the case. So we just wanted them here, experience the, you know, the living accommodation, the area, get to know each other and just start, start building that chemistry now. Like, you know, it's, it's hard when you're a small club like ourselves who only bring our players in three weeks before the start of the season to sort of hit the ground running. So if we've got our core British group on the same page from day one, then the other guys have to follow that. So, you know, we're just trying to do a few things differently. You know, hence the announcement. Just, just trying to switch things up a little bit, and you know, Love it. you know, just, just try and keep improving on and off the court. Yeah, that that's exciting. And, and for reference, this this was Coach Thomas's idea. So uh, yes, you know, we we yes. sent a message. I, I dropped drew a message, and I said, look, I think it'd be pretty cool if we we, we got Coach on because there's some good things happening, and uh, that's what we want. You know, the, the engagement there is is going to be fantastic for you guys. The season is exciting, but uh, look, we need once the season starts rolling, we need to get you on for a little bit longer and start talking about this team. But until then, Levi Bradley will be joining the Cheshire Phoenix. A fantastic signing, I think, for you, Coach. Um, you know, thanks for your time. 
Uh, again, as I said, we need to get a season episode in as soon as we can. Uh, I'll contact your agent. And then, uh, you know, look, good luck with the rest of your recruitment and we'll speak to you again. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed it and, and keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Cheers. All the best. Okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed that one. A little bit of suspense there at the end as uh, Coach Thomas announces Levi Bradley. I think that's a fantastic signing. Bristol had a great year with him in that team. That's it for us, guys. You know, these summer road trips, they are quick. We got bags to pack. We are sweating. Drew's got to get on. He's got to get out of the coffee shop. So, um, look, we always appreciate you guys uh, checking in on us, especially during the summer. And uh, we'll see you next week. Drew, lead us out. Yeah, again, special shout out to Coach Ben Thomas for coming on here and sharing the exclusive with us, you guys, the fans out here. This upcoming season is is coming thick and fast. I mean, we're what? a month away from preseason. So it's a lot to get excited about. And even here on the show, we want to keep pushing the level. So go out there, get out there on social media and tell us, you know, some things that you would like to see for the upcoming season, some ideas that you have. So, you know, we don't want to stay still. We want to keep moving forward. So obviously we want to be able to please our listeners. So what would make you guys happy and what's enjoyable to you guys, you know, feel free to go out there and and make some suggestions for us. But Anyways, we got to get going. Jay has to get out there and get back to some work. I got to get back to work. But you know, next week, same time, same place, you can guarantee we'll be here on the BBL show. The show. Thanks for listening to the BBL show. The BBL show is a 21 media original podcast produced by Corey Mallory with your host, Jay Marriott and Drew Lasker. Keep up to date with the show by following the BBO on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where you can find details on future episodes, events, and fan interaction. Until next time.